0: We all slept in because all the blinds were oh, closed. Really? And so it was so dark. Okay. We were all sleeping until like eight thirty, nine o'clock. And I'm like, what's going on? This isn't supposed to happen. Yeah. So I had to break <laughs> my cycle of yeah. that because I was so cozy.
1: Are you an RV person? Or are you just RV life curious, wondering how people live in a tiny space with their family 24-7? Either way, this is a podcast for you. My name is Kate White, and I travel full-time with my family and two kids and the dog in an RV. Every week, I sit down with a fellow RV woman to learn why she chose RV life and how she has changed on the road. Pull a chair up to the fire, and let's chat. Hello, my friends and fellow RV queens. This is Kate White, your host, coming at you this week from Santa Claus, Indiana. There's a super cute little campground here called Lake Rudolph, which is right next door to Holiday World, the amusement park. No, this is not an ad. We just love this little campground so much. As I'm recording this, my daughter is tying in some tinsel into my hair, (laughs) which is Appropriate for this interview because I got to talk with Regina Kirby today, the woman with a million kids. Obviously, it's not a million, but she's living in an RV with a bunch of kids. I'm not going to give you (laughs) a spoiler to tell you how many she actually has. You'll have to listen to find out. This woman has a deep well of wisdom when it comes to homeschooling and having intentional family time and... It just has a heart of gold. I really love this conversation. I think you will too. Let's get into it. Hello, Regina Kirby. How are you today? Welcome to the podcast. Thank
0: you. Hi, Kate. It's so good to see you.
1: <laughs> oh, you too. You're the best. I'm so excited to chat with you today. Where are you coming from in the world?
0: Steamy, humid, Tampa, Florida.
1: Mmm, yummy. Yeah, it's June in Tampa are you guys at least like close to the beach or a pool
0: yes we are at the pool all the time and a beach about 15 20 minutes so we're just getting a lot of appointments no we're just getting a lot of appointments and those sorts of things done because
1: you're close to home in Tampa yes yes gotta do the home thing check in with all the doctors and dentists
0: Right. And then you can't get in for like six months. So hence, it's June yes. and we're in Florida. And then at Christmas, you'll do the same thing. <laughs> Maybe two it. years. We're giving right. it two years this time.
1: You don't need to see the dentist every six months. It's a lie. Just see them like every couple of years. You'll be all
0: right. I mean, the fact I am a dental hygienist, you know, I gotta... <laughs> I have some connections so I can get a in. Pro- you
1: know how to properly brush your teeth and floss, so... You don't need all right. that junk. That's <laughs> right.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Okay. Speaking of you being a dental hygienist, let's go back a few years before you guys lived in an RV. Okay. Um, you have what I call a million kids.
0: <laughs> you are accurate.
1: I have two and you have like a million. Tell us what your life was like before you and your husband and your million kids moved into an RV.
0: I worked two days a week out of the house homeschool the kids, husband works from home, very involved in church community, very involved in homeschool community. And we were pulled in 50 directions as an understatement. My oldest was raising a cow. We had a horse. Um, it just, we were all over the place all the time. I
1: thought you were about to say my oldest was raising a kid. And then you said <laughs> my oldest was raising a cow. Okay, yes. so you lived on a farm? I take it? Or you were like had a she was just interested in animals and like was learning how to raise farm animals?
0: Yes. So I was an animal trainer prior to having kids. That those were my kids. So she I think just naturally became very, very interested in horses at a very young age. And so, we had a horse. We, I think we got our horse for her when she was 10, I believe. And, um, and then 4-H, the opportunity came around to raise a steer for market and a pig. And so, she did. And so, we just were always, I mean, I'm a Texas girl. So, I love anything, anything with animals being on the farm, Marine life, you name it. I love it all.
1: Okay, so you're a Texas girl. You're living in Florida with your husband and five kids. It's not a million. Your it's oldest seven. daughter's raising a cow. It's se- Wait, what? <laughs> it's seven kids? <laughs> yes. All right, now we're straight. out. No, it's okay, not a million. It's not five. It's not <laughs> six. It's actually seven kids. You guys were kind of settled in Florida. I mean, you had a cow and your kids were in 4-H and all this stuff. You're a homeschooling mom. And then in 2021, you and your husband went on an anniversary date. You had been planning to move to Virginia, and Jeff had been doing all this research, like to get you guys there. First of all, why were you moving to Virginia? Yeah, and then you, yeah, couple. I'm gonna throw two questions at you, and then just like go for it. Why did you want to move to Virginia from Florida, number one? And then when you're on this anniversary date and just been doing all this work to move you guys, your gut is telling you not to go to Virginia. And then you threw out this totally crazy idea. Tell us, tell us a story.
0: So why Virginia? His parents live in Virginia. We travel to Virginia, the Williamsburg area specifically. Probably every two years, we'll spend a time either at Christmas or in the summer. And so every two years, we go up there. And we're like, man, we love it up here, that historic triangle. Jamestown, Yorktown, and Williamsburg. We just love that whole area up there. And we love Bush Gardens here in Tampa. And we're like, they have a Bush Gardens. And they have a Publix. And they have a Chick-fil-A. And we're like, check, check, check. So he just kept looking for that area. So we'd be close to his family. I have family in North Carolina. Um, I'm from Texas, but it's an easy, that's an easy trek. Um, we're used to traveling that far in our family. So we were like, you know, he's he has wanted to leave and live in Virginia pretty much since the day I met him, but he stayed here. And so he was like, all right, it's time. Let's start looking. Um, our oldest, over 18. And so it's like, okay, let's, let's go. Let's do it. Well, COVID hit. Florida, let me tell you something, love the way they handled COVID in the sense of our lives did not change. And for that, we were thankful. And so as just the climate of our world was so right up in the air, no one really knew what was going on. I was like, I don't have peace. Like, I don't know how to explain it, right? I'm just like, I don't have peace about uprooting our family from somewhere where we have community, where our lives did not changed during covid so therefore our government at large i guess you should say for the state of florida was not affecting our kids um, mentally and so i was like hey we went glass blowing it was amazing we bought the picture that they made there like the picture not the picture Mm -hmm. and so we bought it and um (laughs) and we went to dinner at this beautiful place a salt rock grill amazing and i don't remember how it came up and i just looked at him and i said i'm gonna tell you something And you don't want to hear it, but I'm going to tell you. And he's like, okay. And I said, I don't have peace about moving to Virginia. And you've put two to two and a half years of hard work, like research. Like, I mean, houses every day. He's like, oh, this might be a great area. Oh, what about this area? And we would kind of look and research. And we went to visit. We would drive that area. And I was like, I don't have peace. I said, let's just buy an RV. Let's just travel. Research began about the RV. And that was it. Like, literally, that was history. Like, it's just how it went.
1: So he's a quick processor. (laughs) It didn't take him like, what? I've been researching this Virginia thing, blah, blah, blah. It was like, hmm,
0: yeah, what if we did that? I think he saw my point. I think he understood where I was coming from. Um, I think he actually listened and heard me, which, as we know, is very important in a marriage, um, any relationship. But um, I don't know. I I think when God lays it on your heart and it's the right time, and we're unified. There you go.
1: Are you guys from RV families? Or were you familiar with RVing and camping and stuff like that? Or was this just like an out of the blue? I want to travel. RVing is kind of our method for being able to travel.
0: We have zero experience. I didn't even know how I was going to flush the toilet nor open the door from the inside or the outside of an RV. These were things I thought about. I was like, I don't even know how to open the door. Um, I don't a to flush a toilet. <laughs> they would be like, and it has this kind of toilet. And I'm like, yay. What does
1: that mean? So your research, whenever you guys got in research mode, this was in, let's see, that conversation happened in January, I think you told me. Yes. Was it like deep dive into YouTube and find other families that live this way? You know, like, how did you find, how did you like, first of all, wrap your mind around you know your whole family your all your kids all your millions of kids downsizing your stuff finding an rv like the the can do you know we can do this spirit like getting everyone on board <laughs> how did you do that
0: i don't know i it was a ripple effect from that point he did all the research I did the homeschooling, worked out of the home. Um, That was what I did. And so he was, he works in front of his computer. So of course that's where he is. So when he's uploading documents and waiting on them to upload, he's looking on YouTube and he's researching and researching and researching. Um, Keep your daydream was his biggest go-to. And the one advice that he kept hearing over and over and over again was walk in as many RVs as you can. Step foot in as many RVs as you can touch the walls, right? Touch the walls. There is a difference that you will see from different models and and different brands. And so just touch them. Go to your camping worlds, your lazy days, your mom and pop, like go to as many as you can, because they're going to carry different types. With the kids, the way we got them on board is we just had, I communicate with my kids a lot. I should say we communicate with our kids a lot, not just me. We communicate a lot. We are talkers. We communicate We um, make sure that they know that they're heard and their feelings are valid. But that doesn't mean just because they have that feeling, that's going to be what mommy and daddy decide for the whole family. Like, there's a lot of us. There's a lot of opinions. There's a lot of personalities. There's a lot of um, attitudes. There's a lot of gifts that some of us have that others don't, right? Like, It's just such a variety that we have to really be unified as much as we can. And so talking to them about it, and I'm going to tell you they were not all on board. Not at all.
1: I can see how, you know, moving into a smaller space, yes, that was probably a giant leap. But the sense of, like, always being together was already there. And you already had homeschooled kind of, like, in, in the works. So I can see how you kind of made that progression. There's some people that I talk to or, like, you hear their stories. And it's, like, they go from a huge dream house like you have... And everyone's in public school and everyone's working their jobs outside of the home. And then all of a sudden, they have to figure out homeschool. Everyone's together 24-7. It's a super small space. Like, that's a lot to bite off. So as you're speaking, I'm my wheels are spinning like, yeah, you know, I can see how you guys could make it into an RV. Nice. <laughs> Something that I'm learning from meeting so many families on the road is... There's a lot of unique perspectives on homeschooling and approaches, and everyone has their own flavor. So, what is the Regina Kirby flavor of homeschooling?
0: My favorite, favorite, favorite is classical education, hands down. Classical ed- education is top notch for me. So, that was our homeschool group. That was what we had before we left. Um, I will say, trying to do it, classical education in an RV while you're traveling does pose its challenges um, because you have a lot of books, like a lot of physical books. Um, It is very time consuming. It is well worth every moment of that time. Um, But I still bring in elements of it. So like our math curriculum, we use Saxon. That's a classical education style curriculum for math. So that is what we use. Our science and our history is wherever we are. Wherever we are at the moment, that is our science, that is our history. I do not give my kids any formal science until high school, as far as like, you know, here's a book, let's, you know, let's learn more about what is physics or what is an atom. And, you know, all of those things don't come till high school. Um, But when we go to like the state parks, or we go to Abraham Lincoln's birthplace, Right the history of where we are, that's the meat. That's the beauty of it.
1: I love it. And I love, I mean, you could tell that you're, you've done this long enough to know that the kids have to be self-directed to some degree or yes. else it's like, <laughs> you know, they have to be excited about what they're learning, like, your history and science, for example, just being where you are—I love that approach so much because that's that to me. That's part of the beauty of homeschooling and being on the road is the hands-on nature yes. of what you're doing. Um, tell me about like meaningful moments that you've had homeschooling your kids on the road, like with that you know physical space. You know, is it is it more nature-based or is it history or? when you have some of those like kind of magic homeschooling moments, uh, what does that look like for you?
0: My goal is by fourth grade that they're pretty much completely independent other than mom, I don't know this math problem. Right. Um, And we do do read alouds as a family. So like we'll pick a book and we do a read aloud and I love that time. That is, those are those, those precious moments, those little nuggets, right? That, keep you going, this is why I do this, right? This is one of the many reasons, but this is one of the reasons I do this. And um, those read-alouds are such a sweet time. And it doesn't mean my kids don't get this picture that we're all sitting around the living room together and everyone is in their jammies with a blanket with hot cocoa and they're quietly listening to me read. Wrong. (laughs) it's playing with Legos. It's playing with my little ponies. It's Charlotte, you know, mommy, mommy, every other word. Um, you know, it's, it's not this Instagram picture. Perfect. It's a real family, just living life and learning together. And so I love the read alouds. And so um, a couple of things that we did that I loved along the way was we were going to Mount Airy, North Carolina which is Mayberry. So we took a month before and we watched Andy Griffith episodes. And that way it gave the kids context of where we were and why the town looked like it was still in the 50s because of the show and the way it was based. Um, We also did Cars. We watched all the Cars movies as we were going like Northern Arizona and that area. So they were like, Wait, like that looks like here. It sure does. You know, as we went through the petrified forest and you come out and it says Old Route 66. Um, another one was um, when we were in Montana, outside of, Yellow- outside of Yellowstone, outside the West Gate. We were staying about 30 minutes in a town called Cameron, Montana. And near that was Earthquake Lake. I don't know if you ever have heard of Earthquake Lake, but it is Mm-mm. it is eerie, like very eerie, It's a crazy story, Mm. Um, but we the visitor center was closed. We were there off season, and so we found the National Park Service video on YouTube on what they show in the visitor center, and we were able to learn about Earthquake Lake, and the kids kept going, Mom, this is so eerie. I'm like, it's eerie, but look at the science on like why this happened and what's happening now and what it's going to look like.
1: I've talked with at least... 20 other people just on this podcast not to mention all the people we meet in real life and i've never heard of earthquake lake you know like it's like (laughs) you just keep going and going and going there's so many cool things everywhere you go oh it's the magic hey guess what this is a sponsored episode and it's time for a short ad break I love spending time outside with my kids, especially when we're traveling in the RV. Recently, we had a blast trying out some of Elikai Outdoors' amazing outdoor games. Their games are inspired by nature and are incredibly durable, which means you can create lasting memories with your loved ones. And the best part? They're carrying cases. They're compact enough to take on the road with you. Be sure to check them out at ilakai.com RVQueens and use the code RVQueens10 to enjoy a discount of 10% off your... Order. You mentioned being intentional uh, just a second ago, and that reminds me of when I first met you around the fire at Camp Margaritaville. And you described to me that you and your family, I think you'd been on the road probably like over a year at that time. And you said, This is the first time that we are trying to like form a community of other friends on the road. And you intentionally stepped away from everyone else. <laughs> like you didn't want community almost, it sounds like, um, when you started traveling.
0: What is going on with that? I was so involved. My church, my homeschool community, like teaching, um, you know, teaching it. At- my church, teaching at homeschool community, teaching my own kids, um, working out of the house. Not to mention, I am quite the extrovert. So my social calendar for myself and my kids um, was pretty full. And it just got to a point where I felt burned out. I felt like I just want to focus on these people in my home. And so I thought, you know, I want to make sure That this time with my family is intentional. But you know, to just really focus on our family as a unit and not so much as us as individuals, even though that is important, the unit is what I wanted to really, really hone in on. And so I say yes a lot um, to a lot of things. I love to be in leadership, I love to be involved, I love to be serving and part of something bigger than myself. Um, and so, that's when it comes to church. Like, Regina, will you teach? Yes, absolutely. Regina, will you work nursery? Absolutely. Regina, will you help at this ladies' event? Absolutely. And so, I had a really hard time saying no, because I, I wanted to partake in all of these things. Not only, my kids mimicking that as well. And so, when we left, I was like, I am so ready to leave obligation. I'm so ready that like, My friends can call me and it's just like, say hi. And it's still, where are you and how are you doing? But it's not, can you do, can you be part of, can you fill in the blank?
1: I get it. I get it. And I bet it was kind of a shock to your system to all of a sudden have that amount of freedom. Am I right?
0: Yes, because I wasn't working either out of the home, right? So, (laughs) Oh, Kate, I loved it. Like... Okay. Yeah. Hold on. Let me let me put a disclaimer before I say I loved it. Um, Okay. (laughs) It took about two and a half months of growing pains for everybody. Um, We left August, beginning of August. It was probably mid October, and we finally I felt like had settled in because there were growing pains. Even though Jeff had always worked from home, we'd always homeschooled, and we always wanted to be together. We still always had a place to go and have our own like moment of mental clarity. That area was limited now. That area was very limited, especially if it's snowing or something outside. But um, it just, once we got through those growing pains, man, man, it was amazing. I found my love for cooking again. I found, because I'm not good at it, but I Mm -hmm. cooked more meals, I cooked better meals, and I enjoyed it once we moved into the RV. Smaller kitchen. So it was mm-hmm. it was amazing. Um, so I loved that. Um, I loved that. I felt like I wasn't on a homeschool day going where? What lesson are you on? Where did you leave off? Did you have a problem? Do you need help? Because I was there, so I knew. So I wasn't playing this. Okay, well, Monday's a day full of catch up to find out where you are, and you know, it was none of that. I was I was in it the whole way.
1: It took me a while too at the beginning because I'm I'm like a real morning person i like my me time and my space and my whole thing by the way i saw your bucky's cup that's a good texas woman right there um
0: and
1: it took me a while to like get used to i mean i kind of like asking for what I want. You know, I wake up and everyone's in my face. Yes. (laughs) You know, kind of like, mom, will you make breakfast? Will you blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I need about 20 minutes and Mm -hmm. I'll be right with you. You know, like I need to go.
0: Okay. But Kate, how healthy is that? But think about it. Like how healthy is that? Yeah. Like we should be able to, right? And the kids should be able. And your husband, like as a family unit, we should be able to respect that. And I will say something funny is... I thought, oh, man, in the RV life, like we're all going to be waking up so early. Someone's going to get in the kitchen. It's going to wake the whole RV up. Let me <laughs> yeah. tell you, we all slept in because all the blinds oh, were closed. Really? And so it was so dark. Okay. We were all sleeping until like eight thirty, nine o'clock. And I'm like, what's going on? This isn't supposed to happen. Yeah. So I had to break <laughs> my cycle of that because I was so cozy.
1: Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I wish uh, my kids would sleep in a little more but i personally have had that experience it is dark and cozy in here Mm -hmm. especially if you like leave all the these like edge pieces yeah i don't know what they're called they're ugly we finally took ours off um, look manufacturers look look, ours are off (laughs) oh my gosh and so but now it's all bright in your living room in the morning but maybe no one cares grace graduated from high school within the past i don't know six months here and you guys took her on a trip to Iceland to celebrate her graduation, which I think is awesome. Oh, yes. How did you plan this epic trip while also being an RV mom? And then, like, you and Jeff went with her. Like, you were away from your other kids. You made all this work. The, like, the logistics going on behind the scenes to make something like that work with a huge family.
0: How did you do that? How did you pull that off? This is what we're going to do. We're going to figure out the logistics later. It's going to work out. And that's kind of the mindset, right? And so we knew, she knew she wanted to go somewhere adventurous because she just... That's her. She wanted adventure and it would just be the three of us. So we weren't hindered by time restraints and things like that. So she found, um, she did a lot of research on where she wanted to go. She discovered Iceland. We narrowed it down to um, where can we get the best, like, how can we get the best price within a time, like a certain date. So um, we just started looking up tours, Iceland tours, how to visit Iceland. We want to see an ice cave. And we stumbled upon... Icelandtours.com. Seems pretty obvious, doesn't it? (laughs) But but we looked at a lot of other a lot of other different things. So my biggest concern though was our rig. What are we gonna do with our rig? Right? How do you do that? Mm -hmm. Like do you park it at a campground and then just tell the owners, hey, we're here, but we're traveling overseas for a week? Like, what are the logistics of that? So I was asking other people what they did and it pretty much came to either they parked it on a friend's property or a family member's property, or they found a campground that they knew they were okay to let them, like, hey, we're gonna be here for the first few days, but then we're gonna be gone for a week, but then we'll be back. And so I think as long as you have open communication with wherever you are, um, that's what I found worked the best. So what ended up happening was I ended up calling my mom like last minute. I was like, because Charlotte was the one I was most concerned about. She's four. And I was most concerned about her being away from home. If she's in her Mm -hmm. own home, she's going to be, she's going to deal better with Jeff and I being gone and Grace because Grace is literally like a second mom to her. So I'm like, you know, that's going to work better. And so I ended up calling my mom and I was like, mom, she's in Texas. I'm like, do you think you could? And she's like, ah, Regina, I don't know. She's a nurse. And so their schedule comes out like a month at a time and like a month ahead. And so she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, that's all right. That's all right. And I started taking deep breaths and I was like, Lord, I know you're gonna work this out. And I just prayed. I was like, I know that this trip was, you know, I know we're, this is what we're supposed to be doing. Like, not to go back to that having peace thing like going on the RV, but it's true. When when you know that this is what you're supposed to be doing, you have peace. And it's a peace that you can't explain, right? And so it's only from the Lord. And so I was like, That's all right. This is gonna work out. I know it is. She ended up keeping the kids here. Um, my 14 year old, he was at his friend's house, um, the whole, whole week and not whole week, maybe six of the seven days. So pretty much the whole week, um, we were parked at lazy days in Tampa, um, and, or outside of Tampa, it's not in Tampa, it's outside of Tampa, but they have a RV park behind the store there. So we were parked there. So my mom had very easy access to like, um, you know, a grocery store or a Walmart or the interstate. And we have, my cousin lives in Lakeland. So she was really close to her. So we tried to set her up to where she didn't feel like burden to provide for her and the kids. If, if she needed something.
1: I I think you got it. It's (laughs) kind of like a, it's like a putting feelers out there. Who can help us with the kids? Grace, you do the research and figure out what we're doing over there. And, um, It's kind of like an entrepreneurial spirit of like, let's do this, people you know open, knock on all the doors and see what ends up working out so, yes and, because and i kind of i've kind of noticed that in a lot of what you said today is just like well you know what <laughs> like i just kind of like put it out there and then we ended up making it happen so i think that's a really strong attribute you have to have for this lifestyle oh man this was so good okay i have a couple like quick Little questions for you.
0: Okay, I'll um, answer. As fast as I, me, can.
1: I was going to ask you, I was going to ask you like your top travel um, places in the US because wow. you guys have been all over the place for the past few years. But you told us Williamsburg area and you dropped all those um, little nuggets when we were talking about homeschooling. Do you have like any other spots that come to mind when you think of must see us places
0: yeah see like i'm like getting dreamy all thinking about it um so we spent <laughs> a month <laughs> we spent a month in oregon last year and our next go around we're going to spend about 2 months in oregon um i would say a must have of oregon i don't want to just make a blanket and say oregon i would say time at the coast without a doubt time at the coast and then so that's your west of the north cascade mountain range and then east of the of the mountain range you have your high desert and we stayed in the bend sisters redmond triangle area i'm coming to find i think we like those little triangle areas because i've said that like twice now Mm -hmm. um but bend redmond and sisters just have a lot to offer Um, in those areas. So we stayed there for two weeks and sisters is like a little Hallmark town. It's so cute. It's amazing. Um, I fell in love with Ponderosa Pines out there. We have three sets of friends that live out there. um, So we were able to visit with all of them, which was really great. But then going South, you have crater Lake, which is in the middle of nowhere, but man, it is worth every stop. So when I say Oregon, I don't mean just Oregon, right? Like specific. I mean, all of it. Coast, Mm. high desert, and then Crater Lake in the south, like hands down. We stayed away from the cities really. We were more rural in all those areas.
1: Again, you've been on the road several years. What is your favorite RV hack you like to share with people?
0: So we took a desk that another RV family, it's a um, like portable desk, that another RV family I had seen on their page through Instagram, and we ordered it, and we love it. But what we ended up doing, (laughs) Jeff ended up like hacking it up in pieces and then screwing one end into our island. And so now it's so easy to take down and put up. And so my gamer son, whose headphones I have on, um, he -hmm. can sit in front of the TV on like use this as his little area with the TV doing his thing that he does. Um, And then we also can use it for more table space for dinner. We can also use it for games. We can use it for school. Um, Jeff can use it for work. You know, it's, it's been fantastic to extend our Island. And then right now we're getting ready to take that, that couch out and put a sleeper couch in. Um, And then our table, I'm going to show you our table's gone and we are fixing that up right now. So, um, and then we're putting a desk in the back. Oh, and one more thing we did. I just remembered, we made our back shower a closet. Oh, you have the alliance. Is this the one Avalanche. with the
1: two bedroom and the loft and then the second bathroom in the
0: back? Yes. Two bedroom, two bath with the nice. loft. And it's a three-person loft. It's not like a little bitty loft. It's a three-person loft. Yeah. So, um, nice. so yes. So... The back bathroom, okay, we wanted two bathrooms, right? Because we had your model. And, oh, mm-hmm. I love I love your model so much. It was such a great transition mm-hmm. from a home to the Montana High Country, 377FL. Like, right, my favorite. Um, but kids were getting bigger, right? It was The living room yeah. was boys' bedroom by day. It would be or, I'm sorry, boys' bedroom yeah. by night and living room by day. And you try to get three <laughs> boys up and keep that clean, it was a constant like it, yeah. it was it was not good. So, Clean um, and smelling good, <laughs> uh, you got it. So, um, so I just felt like I was constantly like hounding them. So, we when we got this model. We realized we liked the extra bathroom, but the problem was you couldn't use both showers at the same time because of water pressure. So we said, I think I saw another family do it. Is what I did. I think that another family, maybe like the our barefoot travel family, they might have done it maybe. Um, and so when Grace moved to Colorado, we took that back shower because she was the only one that really used that back one. Um, And we put a rod and we put shelving on the bottom, like removable so that you can, we didn't do anything permanent. So you can use it as a shower again. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's for hanging clothes for two of the kids back there. It's so great. That was amazing because you still have the toilet. You still have the sink. You still have all that. You just don't have the shower. Yes forgot about that that. model
1: is the one that me and drew dream about i just like i like this one it's got some issues but that's a story for another day uh but that one when we toured that one at the rv tampa show in january we were like
0: (laughs) you should have just come in hours when i was across from you
1: (laughs) I know. Right. Oh man. If only one last question for real. And then I, I'll have you share. You can keep going. <laughs> and then I'll have you, and then I, I can like hear my kids outside. Like dad, I'm hungry. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're fine. Um, okay. Reel it in, Catherine. <laughs> last question. And then I'll have you share with everyone where they can connect with you online. The slogan for this show is a podcast about unexpected riches. So I would like you to share with everyone what has been the unexpected richness that you have found from RV life.
0: There's so much that I could do a whole other hour just telling you the richness that we have found in this life, right? In um, this lifestyle. And so one of the things that he said that I thought was really cool was he said how we set out. To see the U.S. Now, that man, let me tell you, he wanted to move every week, 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 week. And in the beginning, I was like, honey, every week is too much. And he's like, let's do it. And he was gung-ho. We did. We thankfully did not get burned out. Praise God. I don't know how we did not get burned out, but we did not. There were areas we stayed in a little bit longer. Um, But what ended up happening was we ended up finding this beauty in our national parks that Jeff, especially, did not see coming. Now, I, at one point, knew, oh, we're going to be near Yellowstone. We're going to be near Glacier. We're going to be near the Tetons. Let's make that work. But as a whole, we did not set out to plan where we went based on national parks. And now we do. Because hmm. those areas, you know, have been preserved and set aside for For us to enjoy. And so it's great having a large family. You buy America the Beautiful Pass, you get in. I had a fourth grader, we had a fourth grade pass. So we got into all the national parks for free. Um, I mean, 80 bucks for a whole year of getting into the national parks or a fourth grade pass for free, right? Like, because we had two vehicles at, at one time, we had to get in everywhere. So, I mean, that richness that came. From being in those places, from the kids doing the Junior Rangers, from them trying to just seeing what came out and what they each individually loved about it and what I loved about it and what Jeff loved about it. And something we could do as a family, you know, hiking just became, I mean, just like eating, sleeping, and drinking water for us. Like, it's just, it's what we do, you know? And the kids recently have just said, Mom, I can't wait to hike again. I'm like, I know hiking in Florida is awful. We will be hiking again soon, my (laughs) friends. (laughs) And so, um, they just, you know, in the beginning, in the beginning, though, Kate, I'm going to tell you, there was kicking and screaming. There was, I hate stupid hikes. Like, there was all of that throwing themselves on the ground and How much further and we have to go a mile and a half. Like I I, once again, I don't want to paint this picture that it's like perfect because it's not. But let me tell you that two and a half months that I told you of those growing pains, man, after that, it was like, come on, let's go. I got my hiking shoes, mom, like, let's go. I'm ready. Um, and just that whole perspective change and to see the growth in my children and the growth in myself and the growth in my husband and us as a couple and us as a family that I will tell you a lot of it came through those pains of going on those hikes and persevering and pushing through that. Um, And to see the beauty and the richness that our faith as a family has grown stronger, our faith individually has grown stronger, um, our character, like all of it. And I really, I know I say that and you're like national parks, but you're talking about your faith and your relationship with God. Like, but it's so all in one because as you walk into everywhere, you're like, thank you, God, you know, and I tell my kids, I'm like the same creator who made that Mount Zion and that ground, you know, Grand Canyon made you. And just the, the beauty of that and the richness of that is so tangible.
1: So good. Mm, I could just keep listening to you talk. There's a lot of, there's like a deep well of wisdom that comes out of you when you start describing your experiences. And you're, especially when you talk about your kids and your family and homeschooling and nature and man, I'm here for it. I'm a little passionate, just like a little bit. (laughs) Write a book. Yeah, I'd read it. (sighs) Thanks, Kate. Thank you for being on today. This was a treat. I don't know if an hour has ever gone by so fast, but that was quick. (laughs) Uh, I appreciate you spending time with me today. And I will look forward, hopefully, to seeing you on the road soon. I would love that. So what did you think? Was that inspiring or what? Hey, before you go, I have one thing to ask of you. Will you open up your podcast app and give us a rating and a review, please? Pretty please with a cherry on top. That would really help spread the RV Queen's love and help us climb up the algorithms. (laughs) I love being a part of this community with you all. I hope you have a great week and I will see you on the road. Reel it in, Catherine.